This is The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. They're running a strange program, y'all. Now, here's Frank Morano. This is the other side of midnight. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day, making it a very big deal for couples, whether you're in a relationship for a long time or whether you're in a new relationship or maybe if you are just dating, going out on a date with someone for Valentine's Day. Although I feel like if you're going out on a date with someone for Valentine's Day, both of you have a pretty good idea that there's going to be something more, at least you see the potential of something more in the relationship. Tuesday, and this is very well known in the restaurant and bar industry, Tuesday is the night for mistresses. Tuesday is the night that you, meaning the day before Valentine's Day, is the night that you take out your mistress because usually you're with your wife on Valentine's Day. Now, whether you're celebrating Valentine's Day with uh, an old flame, a new flame, or whether you're celebrating, you know, mistress, whatever they call it. I don't know what, remember what the clever portmanteau for the Valentine's Day Eve is. Whether you're going out with your mistress tonight or a girlfriend or wife or husband tomorrow, I've thought of a fun exercise that you can try. Nine years ago, the New York Times published the thirty-six, uh, the thirty-seven questions. Oh no, thirty-six. Thirty-six questions. They sometimes they call these the thirty-six questions to make you fall in love. I feel like that's a bit much. I feel like that's not necessarily true. But I will tell you that whether you've been in a couple for a while, decades, or whether you're in a new couple or whether you're going out with someone that you just met, I do find these questions incredibly helpful in getting to know one another. And if you take turns asking these questions to people, I really do think it fast-tracks the process of uh, getting to know people. And I'll give you a little bit of the history, but I'd like to go through as many of these as we can here. Because the questions themselves are interesting. And sometimes, uh, you know, I, I think sometimes it works to fast-track the getting-to-know process, even just among friends. Sometimes when I'm middling at a at a dinner table, I will throw these questions out there for the group and see what everybody has to answer. Because they're very interesting questions. They're kind of open-ended. And really, the only limit is your perspective. So what I thought might be fun to do is to go through these 36 questions with you. So what I'd like you to do is call in, and I'm going to ask each one of you one of these questions and have you answer it. Because I think it does a few things. One, 
I think it'll create a level – one, it's kind of cool to have these questions, and if people want to uh, do these on Valentine's Day or Mistress Day, they can. I'm going to post this New York Times article from nine years ago on my Facebook page so you can see them all in text. That's on my Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash Fan. Two, uh, maybe you can listen to the questions and then make the determination of if you think they are helpful in helping a couple fall in love with one another. And two, maybe or three, maybe it just helps the audience get to know you a little bit better. And you you won't expect the question. You just call in at 800-848-9222. I'll give you the question. You give your answer immediately and honestly. And uh, maybe that'll connect, you know, create a connection between you and me or you and the audience. I think it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. So what I want you to do is call in right now and we will go through as many of these questions as we can. 800-848-9222. In Mandy Len Catrone's Modern Love essay, To Fall in Love with Anyone, Do This, she refers to a study by the psychologist Arthur Aaron and others that explores whether intimacy between two strangers can be accelerated by having them ask each other a specific series of personal questions. The 36 questions in this study are broken up into three sets with each set intended to be more probing than the previous one. The idea is that mutual vulnerability fosters closeness. So to quote the study's authors, one key pattern associated with the development of a close relationship among peers is sustained, escalating, reciprocal, personal self-disclosure. Allowing oneself to be vulnerable with another person can be exceedingly difficult. So this exercise sort of forces the issue. And in the final task, uh, the person who wrote this study, she and her friend try staring into each other's eyes for four minutes And that's less well-documented, but the suggested duration ranges from two minutes to four minutes. So if you do this on a date tonight or tomorrow night, add that after the questions. Two minutes is just enough to be terrified. Four apparently really goes somewhere. So after you do the questions, maybe ask, um, you know, answer, uh, try staring into one another's uh, eyes. Let's start with Tony since he's right here in front of me. Tony. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? I could pick anyone. Anyone. Um, the actress, um, Sanaa Lathan. Who is that? Uh, she's been in a couple of movies, um, Brown Sugar. Uh, she's been around for a while, a beautiful woman. Uh, and so w- why her? I, her, her smile just makes, oh, every nice. time I see her smile, just makes me melt. All right. Hey, give me the name one more time. Sanal Lathan. Sanal Lathan. Matt Blaze, would you like to be famous, and if so, in what way? No. I don't want to be famous. You don't want to be famous? I'd rather just be rich than famous. Okay. Well, hey, uh, there's a lot to be said for that. Neil in Baltimore, how's it going? Good morning, Frank. This is very apropos, given what you're doing right now. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say, and if so, why? Yeah, only if I've got a song for you or a quip for you or something like that. I I always do. Otherwise, um, no, not particularly. Normally, you have a uh, topic of interest, so 
we have some sort of idea of a question we want to ask. But I'm not even talking about to me. I'm just talking about if you call a friend or a, a family member or anybody. Do you ever rehearse what you're going to say on the phone before you before you dial? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. All right, Neil. Thank you. 800-848-9222. Two open lines if you want to if you, take your hand at a question or two. Uh, Joe in Ron Konkuma. How's it going, Joe? Good. How are you, Frank? Great show. Like, how was your weekend? Thank you. Uh, well, the weekend was was great. Uh, got a lot done. Got to spe- run some errands. Got to see some family. Uh, all good. All good. Thank you. Hope yours was too. Same here. Same here. What would con- Same here. What would constitute a perfect day for you? To be honest with you, being with my family, no fighting. Uh, you know, um, just. Like when we were in Florida, just sitting by the beach and just being with my family, that would make it a perfect day. All right. Uh, thank you, Joe. Uh, Viviana in Brooklyn. Hi, Viviana. How you doing, Frank? I'm well. It's great to hear from you again. It's been a while. Thanks. When did you last sing to yourself? And then the follow-up to that is, when did you last sing to someone else? Um... That was yesterday. <laughs> to yourself and, or to um, someone else? Uh, to someone else. And it was to encourage her. Um, she's going through a really uh, bad situation. And I just wanted to encourage her and lift up her spirit. And uh, to myself, uh, I guess um, it would be about two or three months ago that, you know, I was uh, really enjoying a song. And I, I was just uh, rehearsing it because um, I sing at church sometimes. So um, I was I was rehearsing it and, and really enjoying it. So about two months ago. Thank you, Viviana. 800-848-9222 if you want to call in and answer one of these questions. We're about five of the way. They, they get more probing as we go. We've got about five down, 31 to go. Joel in Manhattan, if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Are you, I, I need to qualify that. I'm living to 150? No, no, <laughs> oh, You're no. saying from 30 you, to 90. From 30 to 90. Mind of a 30-year-old, the body of a 30-year-old. Mind. Mind. I'd want my mind. I I think that if you don't have your mind, you've got nothing. I think that, you know, a body of a 30-year-old, you you wouldn't necessarily still have the same body of a 30-year-old. You could still work on yourself and be whatever you're going to be. But age comes as age is. But if you keep your mind sharp, you can do anything. I agree with you, Joel. I would have made the same choice there. Good choice. 800-848-9222. JR in Brooklyn, do you have a secret lunch, a secret hunch about how you will die? Yes. Well, uh, let us in on it. What is it? Uh, I think it's probably going to be like a widow make a heart attack. Oh, boy. Do you... Uh, yeah. Do you... Do you Stay on top of that? Yes, I do. But I think it'll be uh, at an advanced age, and it's just going to go. 
That's it. Like like flipping a switch. Oh boy! All right. Well, we wish you the best of luck with uh, with with that, Jr. You know, uh, make sure you know stay away from saturated fat. Uh, it's my advice. 800-848-9222. Hey, Larry, I know you called in uh, wanting to comment on something else. Are you uh, up for handling a question here? I'll give it, I'll give it a shot. Okay. Hey, uh, I'm not sure if this is apropos. Um, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll do this one. For what in your life do you feel the most grateful? Uh, something that I'm born with or something that occurred? Which, Does, doesn't what you matter. Anything at all. Anything at all in your life, what are you the most grateful for? I'm, I'm, I am most grateful for the mind that the Lord gave me. That's what I'm the most grateful for, that I can, I can think things out. And, and later in life, I discovered that I had a certain uh, aspect of intelligence that I didn't know I had when I was a child. And it's, 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 it's continually uh, something that is... Uh, very uh, comforting to me and, uh, you know, and uh, enjoyable. I like that. That's a good one, Larry. Thank you. It's uh, not what I would have picked for myself. 800-848-9222. Four open lines if you uh, want to answer a question. Jay in Ohio. Hey, before I ask you this question, do you, um, do you are you in a relationship of some sort? Are you a romantic relationship? Um, not at the moment. No. Okay. So we'll skip moment, that. Actually. Okay. Okay. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Uh, wouldn't be anything. I wouldn't change a thing. You would change. We are our memories. Everything we are is our memories, and uh, I wouldn't change a thing. Nothing. Not a thing. All no. Right. Okay, Jay. Uh, fair enough. Eight hundred eight four eight ninety two twenty two. If you want to, uh, if you want to jump in. Um, this one is a little bit, uh, a little bit odd. So, well, okay, we'll still, we'll still, we'll still give it to the next person that calls in, but, uh, hopefully it's someone that has a, a vivid descriptive, uh, capability. Um, Tony, we'll go back to you here. If you could wake up tomorrow, having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Hmm. I don't know. I can't. I can't answer that right now. Well, you're gonna have to. <laughs> what would it be? What well, What would it be? I'm okay. Wait a minute. Okay. Sit, sit, ask me the question one more time. If you could wake up tomorrow, mm-hmm. having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Is this like superpowers? It could be. Could you be know, um, read a female's mind. Read a female's mind. Yes. Just the female. Yeah, just the female. I don't okay. care about the guys. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Matt Blaze, um, if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? The winning lottery numbers for the next lottery. That's what it would be, honestly. Yeah. Okay. 800-848-9222. 800-848-9222 if you want to participate. And then we I have one more question in set one, and then we'll go into set two. And these, uh, as I said, these uh, questions do get increasingly a bit more... A bit more probing, but that's the fun of it. And you'll see when you're, you know, out to dinner or lunch or for coffee or a drink with someone uh, tomorrow. Melvin in the Bronx, how's it going? 
Every day is a good day. You got to count your blessings. There you go. I love that. Okay. That's a, a great attitude. Uh, Melvin, are you, in a, are you in a romantic relationship currently? I've been married for 23 years. Good for you. Okay. That's, that's wonderful. So you're a good person to ask this to. Name three things that you and your partner, or in this case your wife, appear to have in common. Number one is trust. Number two is faith. And number three is working together. I like that. Trust, faith, and working together. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I like that, Melvin. That is a, uh, a good one indeed. Thank you. All right. 800-848-9222. Joaquin in Pennsylvania. Hello, Joaquin. Hello, Frank. Hey, you know what? That question about mind over uh, body. I tell you this, uh, two sisters, my mother and my aunt, my aunt had her mind, her body fell apart and she languished between being in the nursing home, you know, and she wanted to get back to her home, whereas my mother lives in another world. All right, Joaquin, you uh, might be the right person to, uh, you know, to, well, I'm going to ask you this one. This is the first one in set two. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about your, uh, no, 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 I asked that one to Matt Plays. Okay. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? And if so, why haven't you done it? Oh, wow. Um, just didn't have the, uh, I didn't have uh, the support behind me, the money or, you know. Well, what is the thing? What is the thing that you've dreamed of what doing? Is the thing? I've, I've actually performed gunslinging shows. I'm a trick shooter. And I always thought that I could, uh, make that my career of uh, ex boss of mine. When I sent him some videos, he said, you have no idea how good you are. And, uh, so I tried doing that and I, I did do in the case, like a couple shows a year, but I didn't really make any money. I just didn't have the way to promote myself for fairs and for whatever else. I mean, I, I raised a family with, you know, four children, my wife and whatever else. That was my utmost responsibility to make sure I, I had my job and paid the bills. But I, Almost had a comedian I met one time. We went to one of the Pocono resorts, and he said he wanted to be my manager and promote me, professional comedian. Wow. Uh, yeah, um, but unfortunately, he got involved in some other stuff, and so I kind of got put to the side. Joaquin, thank you. 800-848-9222. Oh, Danielle in Brooklyn is a good person to ask this to. Hello, Danielle. How's it going? <laughs> Hi, Frank. How are you? Okay, you can you you don't have the 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 question says take four minutes, but you don't have to take four minutes. We'll give you, you if you want to do it in minute or two minutes, you can take up to okay. four minutes and tell uh, your partner in this case me your life story in as much detail as possible. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, let's see. All right, where do I begin? Um, okay. Um, my life story. I uh, was born and raised in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, uh, 1982, awesome year. Uh, I was the only child for eight years until my brothers, of who were twins, were born eight years later. Then I became like a second mom as my parents worked, and I had to take care of them. And then uh, I grew up and went to school and uh I was a, I was a little I was a rocker like little rocker rebel, uh, rebellious in high school, but I always had good grades. 
I when uh, I joined the swim team, and I've always loved swimming. Um, and then out of high school, I wanted to move out and be out of out my own because I didn't want to uh, live underneath my parents' roof anymore because it was too annoying and hectic and too many responsibilities. Little do I did I know that that was probably like pretty easy. Um, but I always had a job since I was 14 years old. So it really, uh, yeah. So I don't know what, uh, what was easier being my own or having to deal with my parents and my brothers. Um, but anyways, uh, I was a, I loved to go out and out, going out dancing. I used to go to tunnel and limelight every weekend. I went to school for medical assisting. I did that. And then I, uh, had my, uh, I've traveled cross country when I was 19 and lived in Arizona for a little while. And then drove back to Brook, uh, drove back to, I mean, well, came back to, uh, I drove cross country, yes. And then I came back a couple, a year or so later with my two cats who I had for 20 years. Wow. Um, baby girl and Loki, uh, who, um, Loki had just passed away in, uh, in uh, 2020, September. And my baby girl passed away in 2022, uh, in April. And I had them for, yeah, she, she was a month shot. She was, a she was eight weeks shy of her 20th birthday. Loki was 18. And in between all that time, um, I had worked as a medical assisting, uh, assistant. Then I went to school to be a uh, gym teacher, a health and physical education teacher. Um, that was after at CW Post. And then but first I went to Kingsborough Community College and uh, where I went for nursing. But I didn't like nursing because I was in, I was in the hospital for gallbladder stones. And then gallbladder stones like uh, really, really bad. And then I, the way the nurses were being treated by the doctors, I was like, no, I don't want to be a nurse. So then I changed my subject to, did I change my major to be a uh, teacher and then did that. But I never finished. Uh, I finished my graduation. I mean, I finished my schooling, but I just never became a teacher because it just didn't happen. And I was with a, I was in a relationship for about 10, for 10, actually 10 years until I realized that I was in a relationship with, with a crazy narcissist and needed to be out on my own. And I mean, to be not full, well, not out on my own, but to be rid of him and be on my own because I, I realized it was healthier. Um, I've loved, I've lost, I've had best friends. Um, I've I've lost a lot of best friends. I've lost people I've loved and uh, I've gotten rid of people that I hated and I've kept the ones that are the best still close to me. And I love to dance and swim. And I think that's pretty much, oh, and I have two cats. I got two new kittens and those, that's the uh, newest story of my Wonderful, Danielle. That's uh, just about that's just about four minutes. Well done. I'm sorry about those other two cats passing, but it sounds like uh, you're giving a great home to these two new cats. Thank you, Danielle, and happy Valentine's Day. 800-848-9222 if you want to jump on board. Four, uh, four open lines if you want to participate. Paul in Manhattan, what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Oh, my goodness. Um... Attaining a, a certain specific uh, piece of information. Attaining what? Well, give it. Give us an idea. If you don't want to say what the information was, give us an idea of what what type of information you attained as that accomplishment. Uh, um, it was about uh, somebody who's well known, but who's not. It's something that's not well known about somebody who's well known. Something that's not well known about yeah. somebody that's well known, and you were able to find this piece of information out with the help of others, and it got you some benefit somehow. Uh, yes. 
Wow. Well, that sounds interesting. Uh, clearly, you don't want to share it on air, but if you ever want to uh, email me about that, Paul, I'd be very curious to know. Uh, the person's name is Bill Gates. Well, I am. The, I've heard of him. I've heard yeah. of him. So, uh, yeah, I'm even more curious. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Paul. My email, by the way, and we're going to go through your mail in a bit. Well, the mail that you send to me, uh, frank.moreno at redappleaudionetworks.com. That's frank.moreno at redappleaudionetworks.com. If you want to jump in the queue for a question, uh, now's a good time, 800-848-9222. Tony, what do you value most in a friendship? Honesty. Honesty. That's it. That's it. Just That's keep it real one. with me, and I'm good. I like it. Okay. John in Rockland. How what, are you? I'm well. I'm well. Um, what, what is your most treasured memory? Most treasured? Uh, oosh. Got me there. Um, I would have to say... Ooh, a vacation I took when I was younger. A vacation? Yeah, my family vacation, that would come up as a treasured mean, as a positive memory. Not, you, you're talking positivity, right? Yeah, well, a memory that, you, you know, you look back on as something, you know, very favorable, sure. I would, I would say it's a vacation that I took when I was very young. Where'd you go? New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Okay. Live free or die. I've never been up there. I'm looking forward to checking it out one day. 800-848-9222. Maria on Long Island. This is a bit more challenging. You ready? Uh-oh. Okay. I'm ready, Frank. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. What is your most terrible memory? Mm. Oh. <laughs> I'm 62 this month, and there's quite a few, but... Um, I guess it has to be when I grew up with my parents. It wasn't a beautiful thing at times, but in the end, things were beautiful and things got better. They really did, especially my mother and father. What specifically about growing up Um, do you view as a terrible memory? The abusiveness. Mm. You know, that's personal, but, you know, in the end, I just want to share this. When my mother was dying, this is the truth. When my mother was dying in the hospital, in hospice, my father was there every day. They got divorced after 20 years. My mom's parents would say they got married for the wrong reasons, but they had three beautiful daughters, and one died, and that killed my father. And I'm glad my sister died before my mother died. So it's all good, Frank. But the you know, uh, the memory, the, ter- the terrible memory, is not necessarily your sister dying. It's the abusiveness no. of your of your parents. Yes. Interesting. Of, all right. Of them, of them not getting along, and and just the average, you know, wife. Anyway, you know what I mean. Sure, Maria. Yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Eight hundred eight four eight ninety two twenty two eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. 848 9222 If you want to uh, jump in the queue, we're, we're almost done, and we're making some progress here. And I've, I think we've already gotten some very interesting uh, responses. Hannah in the Bronx. This is a very tough. Hi. I'm. How you doing, Hannah? I'm. I'm grieving. You're My cat died. Oh. Um, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, my 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 other cat died recently, and I'm just trying. I'm staying up. I feel. And, I know exactly how you feel, Hannah. I believe me. Yeah. All right. 
But I want to participate in this. Good. Can I do it? Okay. Yes, absolutely. If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you are now living? If so, what would it be and why? I I think I'd be a better um I think I'd be a better person, uh in the sense um I'm sorry, can you repeat that question again? I'm sorry. If you knew that mm-hmm. in exactly one year you would die mm-hmm. suddenly, would you change anything about the way you are now living? If so, what would it be and why? No, I wouldn't change anything because I think it was God's destiny for me to die in one year. All right, so, so I, I think that's a good sign that you're uh, you're living life as it should be lived. Then uh, good for you, Hannah. We should all be. We should all follow your example. Eight hundred eight four eight ninety two twenty two. Eight hundred eight four eight ninety two twenty two. Michael in New Jersey. Hi, Michael. Hi, how are you doing? You know, it's funny. I, I I've been listening to you for a while now. I started this new job, and I always listen to you. Ever since I started, and I gotta say, man, you're so interesting to to really listen to every night. And I'm just driving because I'm I, I do security, and I my job is to patrol, and it's just so nice to really um just have someone just to listen to and keep me awake. So I want to say thank you. Well, oh, that's awfully nice of you. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate that. All right, I got a question for you. Hopefully, um, hopefully you're up for answering it. And this is, you know, kind of open ended, but it, you know, it could be simple, could be hard, depending on your perspective. Okay, sure. What does friendship mean to you? Wow, that's a, that's interesting because I uh, have falling out with one of my friends, and it's kind of hard because I know I don't have many friends. So for friendship, it means it means uh, loyalty to me a little bit, but um, I would say it means a lot to my life. I don't have many friends, so when I, if I make a friend, it, it's 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 a very very nice and very wonderful privilege thing to have in this world. So friendship to you means loyalty. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to add there? Um. You know, it's it's funny with friendships and uh, friendships nowadays because they can be cut so so long, and I mean, I mean, they can be cut so short. So I'm just I'm someone if if someone out there listening to me now, you have a friend out there, you have a long time, let's hold them close because you never know when um, anything can go wrong. I, I think that's a, a great attitude and a great philosophy, Michael. And I try to do that same thing. Thank you. Eight hundred eight four eight ninety two twenty two. Robert in Pearl River. Hello. How are you? I'm not really good at these. It was the hour that I got off work. It's okay, Robert. Hey, hey we'll, we'll, we're all doing the best we can here in life and, and when it comes to <laughs> questions. We, we, you know, we get it. All right. Okay. What, what roles do love and affection play in your life? Uh, love and affection. Uh, you know, I like, I'm always copying films and stars and, you know, both parents were sort of in this business. Uh, so I, I'm a big fan of the James Bond guy. So I'm always not being myself. Uh, my mother said, why don't you be yourself, Robert? I mean, this acting, I said, but that is me, mom. So I always try to be like 
people that I really liked. Even when I went to clubs, I wasn't like everyone else. Everyone wanted to be the Guido. Even Chinese guys wanted to be Guidos with gold horns on their neck. I wanted to be the movie star. And I didn't care if I suffered in getting the babes tonight. I just said, if I'm not the movie star, if I'm not like Paul Newman or Roger Moore tonight, I'm fine. But I would wait that one time when I would meet that one person and say, hey, look who I was tonight. I was a, I was a movie star. So I was a very unique uh, person you know, in my lifetime. So I would always copy and try to be someone else and not really be like myself. So. All right. Thank you, Robert. I thought that was honestly one of the odder responses to a question that we've gotten so far, which I think is very, which is interesting, you know, Uh, but you know, the question was what role does love and affection play in your life? That was interesting. Now the next one I'm not going to do with a caller, uh, but I'll, I am going to read it, so if you want to do it with your date tonight or tomorrow night, you, you can feel free to do so. I'll read it. And I'm posting this whole list on my uh, Facebook page if you want to check it out. But the, the next one, I don't think it's fair because I don't necessarily know you and you don't really know me. Well, maybe you know me a little bit better. But is alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner, share a total of five items. You see the practical difficulty of doing that in uh, in this case. And then we're almost done. We, we're going into set three, and then we'll go through the mail. Joe in Maryland. Hi. Hi. How do you do, Frank? Thank you. Thank you. How close and warm is your family, and do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? Uh, very close to the family, uh, and a lot of tears on passings, unfortunately, that I had to uh, experience. A childhood, without a doubt, extremely happy. I love it, Joe. Good for you. You're very lucky. Pete on Staten Island. Pete, how's your health? Hey, Frank. I'm doing good. I'm making progress. Wonderful. I'm waiting for a good question. I love your show. Wonderful. I'm enjoying it. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. How do you feel about your relationship with your mother? Oh, I had a good relationship. She was good. Um, basically, I got a chance to give something back to her because... She was wonderful to me. Um, she lost both the legs on double amputee with diabetes, and I took care of her. I kept her out of going to a nursing home, and uh, she lived in a house. She lived her life fully and uh, enjoyed her life, and I'm grateful to that that I was able to make her life as well as she made it for me as a child. Well, that's wonderful, PP. Thank you. Best of luck uh, with your health and everything. You know, let me pause here because if we don't take a break, these guys are going to just go crazy. We have a few more left. So if you want to jump in the queue for a, uh, a question, there's a, a few more. We're going in the, we're in the home stretch here. Uh, 800-848-9222. 800-848-9222. I find the responses pretty interesting. I hope you do too. We're going to continue straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. It's The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. Does she love me with all 
her heart Should I worry when we're apart It's a lover's question Great selection by uh, by Tony here. This is Tony Orlando and Dawn, my friend Tony Orlando, singing uh, Lover's Question. Hey, uh, if you're just tuning in, we're giving you a Valentine's Day or Valentine's Day Eve activity, and it doesn't have to be done with a lover. I think, as you could see, with most of the of the um, most of the questions that we've asked so far, you could do them with a friend, you could do them with a stranger, and it's just interesting to have people go back and forth on these uh, questions. I posted them all if you want to read them on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash MoranoFan. We're going to go through the final uh, 10 or 11 of these. If you want to jump on board, uh, we have three open lines, 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. Robert in Suffolk. How's it going, Robert? Hey, good morning, Frank. I wish I could have answered that last question, but well, all right, whatever you got. If wishes were horses, then beggars would ride. Okay. Um, okay, make three true, three, the number three, true, we statements each. For instance, we are both in this room feeling blank. Um, give me three true statements that begin with the word we. We are in love. You and me? No. <laughs> You're talking about someone and a potential partner. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. Give me three true statements oh. that begin with the word we. We are on the radio together. Perfect. Okay. Okay. We both have cats. Very true. All right. We both enjoy living life. Ah, well done. Well done, Robert. Well done indeed. Dave in Minnesota. Uh, how's it going? Uh, well, my life is in a very difficult place, and I enjoy listening to the radio and you know, find your uh, program, uh, you know, a good diversion and, you know, something interesting. Because, uh, you know, I don't go to sleep until... Later and wonderful, big, uh, big radio person. Wonderful, so am I. The- so am I, Dave. And I love, uh, I love that we have you listening out there in Minnesota. And uh, hopefully, we can help uh, at least keep the sleepless nights more interesting. All right, Dave. I want you to complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share blank. Fill in the blank. I don't know. I'm I'm fortunate. I've got you know a lot of people. I I don't feel like I really need anyone. Um, if you know, if I need to talk about something, I you know, I I can do that. So I mean, I don't know. I I really don't have any any wants. The only the only thing I if I had any wish in this world it would be for my wife's. Uh, health condition to miraculously improve. Okay. Well, we could certainly count that, Dave. Uh, Dave, wishing you the best of luck and to your, your wife as well, obviously. 800-848-9222. Lucy in Maryland. Good morning. Good morning. If you were going to become a close friend 
with 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 me, your partner is the way the phraseology of the question is. But if you were to become a close friend with me, please share what would be important for me to know. About myself? Yes. Ooh, that's a toughie. Um, I guess I would say... So if I'm going to become a good friend with you, I would say that you would have to know that I don't stand for stuff. Okay, well, what kind of stuff? Well, like lying and being untrustworthy. Okay, hey, that's fair. I think that's good, Lucy. Lucy, thank you. 800-848-9224. Open lines if you want to be part of the final uh, eight here. Frankie in Highlands, tell me what you like about them, uh, about me. Be very honest and say things you might not say to someone you've just met. All right. I think um, that uh, that I'm very fortunate to um, be able to uh, listen to your program, um, that, your show, because it's very knowledgeable and that you're very knowledgeable. Um, and what I really uh, appreciate is um, that you're open-minded um, that you're an independent and um, and that you're genuine, that, that you say, I don't know, and you don't know, you know. You don't try to pretend you know what you don't. Well, uh, thank you, uh, Frankie. I, I appreciate that uh, very much. All right. Um, all right, 800-848-9222. And if, uh, if people aren't on the line, we have five open lines now. We'll go through these with the three of us, and I'll even answer a, a couple of these as well. Um Matt Blaze, share an embarrassing moment in your life. Doesn't have to be your most embarrassing, just an embarrassing moment. I was embarrassed. I remember being in, I think I was in ninth grade, and it was a a band rehearsal for the whole school band, and I fell off the stage. Oh. And it ripped my pants, like right by the crotch. Okay, that, that, that was a little embarrassing. That can be uh, quite embarrassing. Okay, um, all right, um, all right. I'll I'll take this one. Then we'll go we'll go that way. Uh, when did you last cry in front of another person? Um, and when did you last cry by yourself? You know, I'm trying to think. I think the last time I cried in front of another, it would have been my wife. Uh, I think probably when we watched a motion picture. I'm trying to uh, that would that would be that and I, I think it might have been um it might have been Nyad that we that I cried and uh but it might have been another one but it was definitely her and definitely uh, in terms of uh, a motion picture I think 800-848-9222 in terms of by myself I can't remember the last time I cried by myself um Hmm. I, I don't remember. Honestly, I would tell you if I did, but I uh, just don't. All right. Um, Tony, what, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? Someone's health condition. Someone's health condition. Yeah. 
no matter what the health condition is. Yes. All right. So uh, people should not make any plantar fasciitis jokes around uh, around Tony. Yeah, because you never know what's going to happen to you down the line. Um, exactly. That's that's uh, that's uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right. Uh, Matt Blaze. Well, I, this is silly because um, they, we see each other. Well, okay, I'll, I'll ask you. Tell your partner, in this case me, something that you like about me already. Do I really have to You do, yeah. Question? I mean, and no, nobody else is calling in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like that you do a variety of topics on this show. Okay, that's not bad. All right, I'll, I'll take this one. 800-848-9222. If you were to die this evening... With no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? And then why haven't you told them yet? Huh. What would you most regret not having told someone? I am pretty, um, I'm pretty expressive with telling people things. Why haven't, oh, I don't know. If I were to die tonight with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, you know, I, I think it, I, I think I do tell people this, but you know, it would either be to my mom or to my wife about how much I appreciate them and how grateful I am to each of those women for everything they do for me and for our our family. That's, um, but I say that regularly, so it's not as if I haven't told them that yet. But that would be that would be that. Jack in Boston. Your house, containing everything you own, catches fire, and after saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? Good question, Frank. Uh, the, the thing that comes to the top of my mind are my son's childhood pictures and my wedding pictures. That's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. I like that one a lot, Jack. Uh, I like that one a lot. And, Frank, how do I get hold of some of the videos I lost in a fire of my son's videos years ago? Yeah, I mean, I wish I had an answer for that one, uh, Jack. I, uh, you can't I, replace them, Jack. Frank. You, know, you can't. That, that, that is uh, for, that's for sure. All right. Um, I'll take this one, the penultimate question. Of all the people in your life, whose death would you find most disturbing and why? Easiest question on the list, my son's Carmine. I can't even conceive of his uh, of his passing uh, before I do. I just uh, I'd be in agony. And whenever I meet someone that's lost a child, I I just they have my instant sympathy for whatever they want. Last one. We'll give this to um, we'll give this to Tony. Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back to. To you, how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. I used to have a speech impediment, and there's certain words that I have problem that I that I have a problem saying. And you know, those who know me know know which words are those. So I would tell the person that I'm seeing, you know, help me um, enunciate these words properly. Okay, that's a very good one. All right. Let me break here. I thought I think that was fun. I think it was interesting. 800-848-9222. If you want to comment, we'll continue straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. It's The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. 
is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. You know, I intended to um, read some of your letters uh, this hour, but we ran out of time with all these questions. So we'll do that next hour after uh, after Noam Layden gives us the the headlines. So if uh, you you still have a little bit more time, if you want to send me uh, an email, you can do so. Frank.Morano. That's Frank.M-O-R-A-N-O at RedAppleAudioNetworks.com. And we'll get your letter in there. Meantime, uh, today is Fat Tuesday, a.k.a. Um, Maudry Tuesday, a.k.a. Uh, Pancake Day. Also, uh, they call it um, Shrove Tuesday, uh, Pancake Tuesday, Carnival Tuesday, Shrove Tuesday, or Mardi Gras, which is just the French word for Fat Tuesday. But for me, it is just a good old-fashioned... Did you ever suck the jelly out of a jelly donut and then fill it with chocolate swirl ice cream? Mm. That's a clip from Fat, so not the one that I thought it was, but uh, that it's good old-fashioned Fat Tuesday. In any event, uh, this is your last day to indulge in whatever you're abstaining from, so enjoy it. Hopefully you're... Yeah, you make a party out of it. We'll see. I'm not sure I'm going to have much of a chance to do any partying. Probably a lot of snow shoveling. Your influence counts. Use it.